Well, this really is today's show. I'm inside the library now. I don't know. Still really don't have any special news. This, you know, you really, what you're looking for is like riots in every city or at least something, but I mean, you just keep hitting on Portland for some reason. It's almost like it's a, a training exercise, really. I mean, it's the whitest city in the country. So this is the anti-fascist. Little history of Portland is when I was growing up, something like 200,000 kids disappeared permanently in Portland. Like, basically, every year, <laughs> it was incredible. Things like that happened, like in Jamestown, the whole city disappears every four years. This is possible. Uh, it was like the prototype really big death camp, maybe. So like, these people have heard stories, but nobody's still alive from the good old days when America was great. When, you know, well, it's great again for a lot of people. People are like, yeah, I mean, you, you gotta completely ignore the Trumpers and all of these other things. You just gotta completely ignore them because they're psychotic. I mean, you just look at them and what are they saying? This guy's a monster. He's a fucking monster. I mean, you could say, well, the whole Republicans, I believe in the trickle down theory. But the guy himself is a monster. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, if someone supports a monster, they're a monster. You just gotta ignore that, make sure they don't get close enough to stick you or something. But that's about it. You know, I've been listening to them a lot because that's all you got because they pay to have their thing played and played and played. So that's all you get now. But they'll all go into hiding when it's time to really start killing everybody. When, you know, like, what's he saying? What are they saying? They're saying the people are leaving the cities where they spent 4000 a month on rent in Harlem. At the same time, the rural people are getting evicted because they don't have no money. Is there any connection here? What do you think? Obviously. So, I mean, the people moving in are just like, they're moving in to get you out and you have no place else to go because this was the last home in the wall in the country when we started this place. God damn it. <laughs> So, I mean, it's not like, you know, you're going to still be alive. I mean, they're, you know, they're cutting, like, all funds to, like, agencies that help people. And this is like the whole New Deal for, you know, for civilization, for that matter. I mean, the Red Europe is, like, all under Nazi control, German, German control, financial control, because they were a bunch of pigs, really, I guess. So they had to protest the uh, pension riots all over when the, when the countries were turned over to Germany. And basically, like, Puerto Rico somehow ended up with a $50 billion debt, which you could never pay. But then it got wiped out twice in a row. So it was not such a great deal. Because there was no toilets for it. still aren't. And then, you know, that's pretty much what the country's going to look like soon. So then, you know, the whole thing isn't going to work exactly like they were planning on, you know, 
hiding all the bodies or something. I don't know. Uh, they're using bioweapons a lot. A lot. An awful lot. And they also have poisons and chemicals. They have nanodots. They have nanodots, which, you know, I have this friend, Dunn, who's very much into nanotechnology. But I said, Dunn, they don't have to have technology. They could just spread a sandwich bag of nanorods and people breathe it in and it just kills you. It's like the most minuscule amount just cuts you up. And, uh, I don't know if it gets that whole part. Because it happened to us once. When this was, I used to be very into keeping up with tech. Until last December, frankly, I was a librarian. I was a cyber librarian. I had 200,000 books and I was being eaten alive by various bioweapons that had been injected in me. I'm not an intravenous drug user, kids. By a psycho. They have, it was a psycho thing, well, like, psycho military veteran drug dealer, the whole building, you know, not a good place to live, it's cheap. And they just, you know, basically, I mean, I didn't know about it exactly, except that I was in worse and worse, and, you know, I started, that was my overall problem, torture, a lot of it, I killed it, being killed, you know, when you're, I've been terminal, according to the doctors, for over eight years. So, when you're terminal, this was one of my issues. You don't get medical assistance. They pretend to give you medical assistance, but that would just prolong your painful life. If you ask for suicide, they might do that. But if you don't ask, it doesn't matter, because you're going to get it anyway. So, you know, I worked it out. I'm still alive, aren't I? You know, I got beaten to death. I got just the last, I got everything. My library, 200,000 books, courses on everything to graduate levels in video when it was free. Everything up to like, you know, math, physics, quantum physics everything I'm building up to it, all the classes that I took when I was in college. <laughs> and video from MIT and stuff. And uh, that was on my disc and all this. It was on university, right? And so Whitford left my door open, supposedly, picked the, the library disc, and let everyone else steal all the stuff I collected over 20 years, which was not a lot size-wise. But it was all very precise, you know, five dollars on a hundred, you know. Electron microscopes, like fifteen different kinds of microscopes, all this weird shit. And uh, uh you know. So by the time I got here I'd been completely robbed of everything. And then I made friends with the anarchists here. Just like being nice because I didn't know what was going on and everything else started showing up by the ton. And they robbed everything else I got. And the last bit of stuff that I had, like a backpack and a sleeping bag, and a, they left the door open while I was asleep. And the lady down the hall just walked in and grabbed everything that I had left that was valuable, of any value. It wasn't a piece of garbage. 
And now if I've made friends with any of these guys, they'd look around and they'd pick things out of the garbage. You know, and that's just the way it is. They live that way because we're not a third world country. We're a fourth world country now. They're not talking about that on all their goddamn stupid prediction programs. And in two months we have a demon.